Back to the Rage Rowdy podcast. I'm here, your host Nikki T, and I'm here with Mr. Trey Lewis today. What's up, Nikki T? Glad What's to be up? here, man. Yeah, dude, it's been a long time coming since uh, we've been doing this. I remember Trey Bonner talking to me a while ago and being like, "Trey wants to be on the podcast," even before like yeah. all of this. Yeah. And uh, dude, I hadn't been to town for a good long time. Yeah, you weren't here yet. You were like, "Yeah, I'm." I'm I think you told Trey Bonner. He's like, "Yeah," and because he told me he was like. Yeah, he's moving to town like January, which I think you didn't move. Uh, I, yeah, it was. So you I was didn't trying. move until till later. Yeah, yeah. Got there a little later. COVID, you know? Yeah, COVID <laughs> and whatever uh, else. All the nonsense. But, man, it's... Uh, and then we did do one of these podcasts. Yeah, we had like 10 of us in here. Yeah, though, we had so. like all the writers and... Uh, it For was real? Just, yeah, Matt yeah. co-hosted with me. And it was just... It was a really cool idea we just didn't have the right gear to make yeah. it work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or yeah. knowledge, probably. Yeah, honestly. Anything. Yeah. Yeah. But man, I'm super glad <laughs> to have you back here with me. Um, for sure. It's, uh, I've known you, but I've known your music even longer than you. So before we really met, you know, we did some articles on you. We yeah. premiered your music video yeah. that you had that Randy McFadden was in. Yeah. Uh, man, how long ago was that? That was, um, I think it came up on Facebook memories, like it was three years ago or yeah. four years ago. So, so, uh, we're, uh, so I wrote with, um, Jordan Rager the other day Oh yeah, and, uh, we were talking about like how, uh, I'd met, uh, Randy, Randy and all that stuff. Cause they've been dating like two years. So I think it was like a year before that. The night they started <clears throat> dating or the night that Randy bought Jordan a beer, I was in town. Yeah. Yeah. Were talking, he was telling me about that. Yeah, yeah, so we were in town, and it was like a live stream, and we just like went to it, and then yeah. everyone went to Red Door after, as yeah. everyone does. Yeah, he said they made out in Red Door for the yeah. first time that you were there or something. Yeah. yeah we Not to there. expose them or anything. Yeah. Like, who cares? They're I think together. They you know, story. it's all good. Yeah, they tell that yeah. story. But, man, it's, uh, it's cool to finally get you back here. When we did that first podcast that didn't work, Yeah. stuff was it was happening but now yeah i think we had played like maybe like our first three shows of the dick down in dallas tour yeah so we're you know we're thing. now it's like a big rolling machine you know we've we've even we hired ben miller to play yeah. come in and be Playing music lead. direct director and yeah play guitar and um we've added tracks recently and started rehearsing with that over at soundcheck Oh, dude, Last yeah. night was like our first rehearsal that we've had where like we were able to just come in, play the set from top to bottom, bottom and not like have to stop and like be like, oh, we got to do this here. You know, it's like Ben like stopped at one point. He's like, man, we sound like a damn band. And I was like, <laughs> hell yeah, Randy. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, so it was really cool. Um, but it's been fun, like um, just growing, you know what I mean? And, and, um, you know, like, I guess, not to, like, sound egotistical, but, like, leveling up in a sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
Well, that's, that's one of the things that we've talked about. Like if I'm talking about your show, it's like the stage production is so good. Right. And like, it's almost like over the top, but that totally fits the brand and it totally yeah. fits and like, I mean, like, what's happening. I think it's really cool because like, you don't see a lot of artists that are playing small clubs that right. bring in such a massive lighting package. Right? It's like, awesome. it's a light show. You yeah. know what I mean? Dude, I, uh, um. that's what I was explaining. Like when I was telling, I was talking to my buddy Matt and he's a big Steel Panther fan. And yeah. I was like, dude, honestly, like the lighting's kind of like Steel Panther-esque. Yeah. It's like awesome. Well, we love top. Steel Panther. Dude, now, they're man. amazing. So, yeah. How could you not? Yeah, every weekend. But uh, it's like, it's amazing seeing that show, right? Like, so I got lucky enough to see you guys at Slide and Ride. Yeah. Which Martin, Tennessee is like my new favorite town now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I, uh, I love that venue. We now man. have a thing on stage called the McKinney Line. Yeah. And it's really bright tape. <laughs> And you, you cannot cross the McKinney. Don't line. cross the McKinney. Line, so, <laughs> man, um, it's a uh, it's wild to get to see a show, and honestly, it's cool too. Like, you were the first guy that was going out and doing shows. Yeah, you know when everybody else was scared. Yeah, to go out and play shows, even in places where you were allowed to play shows. Yeah, they were scared to do it. Yeah, and you kind of paved the way of bringing. This yeah, back. I've seen some. Uh, some bigger like way bigger artists like huge artists that are playing some of the smaller clubs that i have and i was like i cannot believe they're playing there like and they're not going to believe it either when they get there that they're (laughs) playing there but like i think that's the thing is like uh, all artists are at a point now to where they're like we don't care what the show is like let's go play it yeah like let's go get that fan engagement is like something that that like i feel like all artists need it you know, at some point. And know. honestly, like playing smaller shows like that, if the people are into the music, yeah, that like feeds your heart. Yeah. You know, yeah. it feeds your soul and you're paying your band. You yeah, know? exactly. I mean, like we, when we did the, um, the signal and then we did marathon. Yeah. Like those are nice venues. Yeah. Dude. Really like, nice. Both venues had a shower. The openers had their own green room. Like, yeah, it was like, I'd never, you know, I've been playing dive bars my entire career, whether it was playing covers or playing original music. So, like, I thought it was, like, I loved it, you know, in a sense. But, like, there was a part of me that's like, man, I can't wait to play, like, a dive bar next weekend. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so. Man, that's cool to hear. But, yeah, like like you said, you're you're leveling up. So, you got Ben, who used to play lead for Riley. Yeah, he's Green. played for a bunch of people. Yeah. He played for Riley. He played for yep. Jamie Lynn Spears and Rodney Atkins. He plays with, he's actually, he's not going to be with us Friday night. He's got a gig with Rodney, Rodney that he's doing. But, um, he's, uh, and I've known Ben for years. So, the night we put out Whiskey Miss Me, um, Riley did the show in Birmingham for like the tornadoes that went through Jacksonville. Yeah. And, um, it was like me, Adam hood. And then, uh, Dave, we said, what's his name? Dave, Dave Kennedy, Dave Kennedy. Yeah. yeah. So we all like opened the show and raised money for, but Riley asked me to do that and I, or asked my manager or whatever. But, um, I was super grateful for it. Cause it was like, Randy was working at the merch booth. Yeah. Like this was before, you know, all that. And, um, I don't know. I just got to play like my hometown, sold out show at you know Iron City, and I had a song coming out that night. So that was really cool. And then like I met Ben that night, and then um, 
I my my manager owns a production company. That's yep. why, that's how we have all the lights and everything. Right. Um, and Riley, when Riley did his, there was this girl video. He did it at Zydeco, and used to before like I could make a living off my music. I would sometimes work for the production company. Okay, and uh, they did some of the lights for that video. So like, I was there like after the video was over, like on the stage wrapping cables and like Ben and. Uh, I think Alejandro were like, man, we feel bad for you, dude. Like, you know, like I was like, oh no, man, everybody's got to have a side hustle, you know? Yep. And, uh, so it's all good. Way. And like Riley was like, man, if I'd have known you're here, I'd have made you get up there and play some. I was like, oh man, it's all good. I'm like in gym shorts, you know, yeah. <laughs> titties, you know, everywhere. Yeah. Like, probably a shirt that was too small or something, yeah. you know, I was like, that's the last thing I want to do. Um, but no, I mean, I, I, I thought that, um, um, like, that was cool that, you know, those guys, like, even after that, because, like, I can't tell you how many times I've opened for other artists and nobody ever remembers who you are. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and Terry, my guitar player, my other guitar player, and, you know, one of the songwriters that I write with a lot, we wrote a whole lot of nothing together. Yeah. Like, we listen to, like, different music all the time, but, like, we looked up some of Ben's music from a ben, a band called Ben yeah. and like found all these like YouTube videos and we would listen to that. And then one time I just like sent him a DM and I was like, dude, I, I just want you to know that like, I know you have the rally gig and everything, but like me and Terry want to see you put out a band called Ben album. And like, cause we listen to like your live videos from YouTube all the time. And then that's kind of how our like friendship started. Heck yeah. And then when I moved to Nashville, like, me and him would get together and write songs when I lived over in East Nashville. And then, um, then time went by and we didn't talk much. We would text every now and then or like send songs back and forth. And then when Dick down in Dallas hit, he hit me up and was like, just to give me shit. He was like, you had a number one song, but you had to say fuck or something like that. <laughs> didn't you, you know? And yeah. then I, I just sent him a text back. I said, you ready to lead a band? And he was like, you asking? And then we just had like, we had a couple of conversations and like, I just kind of like shared my goals with him and like, you know, like I talk, I have a vision board. I don't know if you do that, but no. like I write down like things I want out of life. And like, I don't know. I, I what sometimes I stay up late at night and I watch these Steve Har Harvey videos one night. And he was yeah. like, if you don't have it, it's cause you haven't asked God for it yet. Yeah. So like, I don't know. That just hit me dead between the eyes. And I started doing that like a year and a half before all this happened. And I told Ben about that and like, um, you know, he had his wife. I was like, you put your wife on speakerphone. Like I'll, you know, she can hear it too or whatever. Um, cause I, I'm the type of guys, like if some, if somebody's going to come work for me or somebody's going to be a part of like what I'm doing, like I want wh whoever's in their family to like be on board with it too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Cause like in a way he's like, you know, becoming a part of your family. Yeah. Then like in a way too, like if anybody's going to work for me, like, if they have a family or whatever they have going on, like the job that they're going to be doing for me is going to provide for their family. You know, right. it's going to be part of what provides for that household. So like, anyways, I just like told him about my vision board and he, you know, like he does vision boards too. So he like had all these like, you know, like common bonds, like type things. And then like, he was like, yeah, man, I'm in, let's do it. And, uh, first shows we played was, uh, in Columbus, and the crazy bull in Macon. Yeah. So. It's so and, cool to see. I remember, you know, 
coming up as raised rowdy and watching those acoustic videos of Riley that like pop on YouTube. Yeah. And it would just be him and Ben, ben sitting on, on a tailgate. Yeah. yeah. You know, and Ben like, man, he's just like, he's a good dude. He's a good friend. Agreed. And like, he's a great teacher and everybody in the crew respects him and like values his opinion. And we make sure that he feels that way too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. So it's been a, it's been a blessing. Um, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And then the rest of your band is the same band that you've had for a good long time now. For the most part, um, yeah. well, you know, Mitch used to play with Job. Yep, yep. And, um, like, I want to say, like, two or three years ago, I was up here at a whiskey jam. I think Job was playing. And I met Mitch, and Mitch was looking out to, like, get out and do some Broadway stuff or, like, you know, when him and Job weren't on the road. Yep. And, like, I hit him up, like, three or four times, and, like, he was always on the road with Job. And then... Eventually, I, I was able to, like, the first weekend I had him, we went to uh, Columbia, South Carolina. And, like, me and Matt, my drummer, you know, it's been we kind of got into it over some girl at the bar or some shit. <laughs> um, but, like, I, and Mitch didn't quit after that weekend, so I was like, you know, he's in. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, man, I mean, I had another guy, Josh McAvoy, back in Birmingham, which he's, like, a solid bass player, and he's a really good friend, and I love him like a brother. We just, when we started you know, picking up, like we had to have somebody that could play maybe Wednesday through Saturday, you yeah, know, or like could practice, you know, during the week on a Wednesday. And, right. and, you know, like I said, man, when you got family and stuff, you got to take care of, I mean, there's, you know, there's other stuff you got to do, but you know, that guy was loyal to me and, you know, I mean, it, we're brothers and if he ever needed anything, he'd call me and, you know, I know the same thing with him, but, um, you know, I mean, Mitch was out of the job and, you know, and I was like, dude, like I got this dick down in Dallas thing going yeah. <laughs> on, you know, it's like, you want to play some shows? Let's go. So, um, you know, so that, that's kind of been cool. And we, you know, he's played cover gigs with us and like, I don't know, it's like every relationship I have within the band, everything's like, um, everything's different, you know, like we all have our own individual relationship. Like, yeah. I think when I first moved to Nashville, like my, like Terry and, McElwain, my drummer, were just kind of like, they're like, well, I mean, you know, they weren't like all four moving in they Nashville. But, you know, they yeah. didn't, you know. <laughs> yeah. But like me and Mitch, when like we would drop them off in Birmingham and drive back to Nashville, I would, we would always talk about like how I was going to get to the point of like not playing covers anymore, like how we would do it. It was more of just like talking about a dream. Yeah. And then now it's like a real thing. You yeah. know what I mean? There's no talking about it anymore. We're doing. You're living that life. Like, yeah. yeah. It, and it's cool, dude. That's yeah. the coolest thing about all this. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's nuts. Like, so, you know, my experience, I've seen you now at Marathon and then I saw you at Slide and Ride. Yeah. Man, Slide and Ride for me was yeah. the first real life show where I didn't feel like we were in a different world. Quarantine. You know I mean? yeah. yeah. It felt like what I was driving three hours to see yeah. almost every weekend for the yeah. last five years. Yeah. You know, a real life kick-ass country music show. Awesome. That everybody loved. Yeah. You, know? you um, you posted the video of uh, the scene in color. Yeah. The story that I do. Absolutely love that. But it, that's like the, that's like, I don't regret like playing covers all that year. Cause I've been telling that same story. Like that was a tip bucket filler right there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And now, do, and now it's like, you know, our whole statement is come to the Trey Lewis show, a dick down in Dallas fan and leave a Trey Lewis fan. Absolutely. And like that story is like, as real as it gets, like the truth, nothing but, but like, 
it like people like the authenticity you know Absolutely, what i mean like, and that that's and that's like the thing that i've learned over the years like you know just be nothing but yourself because like that's what like that's what people want you know what i mean if you try to be anything else they're gonna sniff yeah. it out quick and then know? that's like you know like why dick down in dallas worked for me you know yeah like i originally met matt mckinney because like he was playing at Moe's Barbecue in Auburn, and I was playing at Sky Bar, and he walked into Sky Bar because they didn't, like, end early, you know, and we're, like, 9 to 1 or 9 to 2.30 or whatever. And I was up on stage singing Big, big Green Tractor, changing the words to take you for a ride on my big tally whacker. Yeah. And he was like, I got to at least shake this guy's hand. You know what I mean? Right. I would do the same thing, you Yeah, know? yeah. And uh, we shook hands and then, you know, didn't really think anything of it after that and he moved to town like a month or two before me to nashville and we were at revival one night and he came up to me and he was like hey man i met you at sky bar you were singing big tally whackers instead of a green <laughs> tractor and then we shook hands man and we just became boys after that like like probably one of the first five hands i shook in nashville him too you know if you've ever heard him tell the story and we were just friends after that you know yeah. and we like, at first, we didn't really write songs together. We wrote, like, one song, but we, like, hung out and played Madden and stuff together. And then when quarantine hit, like, I put out those, um, I put out those, uh, the quarantine work tapes. Yeah. I texted Charlie. I was like, man, if I copy y'all, Musket on Bloodline, I was like, I was like, if I copy y'all and put out quarantine work tapes, will you think I'm a loser, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, no, man, here's uh, Ryan U-Man's number and, like, I sent him over and he like put a quick master on it. Yeah. But then when I did my second batch, uh, I did more like a studio, just acoustic guitars. Yeah. And I wrote that song, Told You. Yeah. And I wrote that. Uh, so I had a friend during quarantine that um, I got sober with in 2007. And uh, he died of an overdose. His name was Herbert Ward. Right. And um, I just got to thinking about that and like all the friends that I've had through the years that have died you know, because of addiction or with addiction. And like, I just woke up one night, middle of the night, wrote all those lyrics by myself. I was like, okay, I got the lyrics where I want them. I'll put the, I'll put the music to it tomorrow. Yeah. You know? And I just remember Matt McKinney calling. He's like, man, I love that song. And then that's when we like started writing together again. Yeah. yeah. Like, like for real. Now we write together all the time. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy how that works. Right. And it's that first handshake, but it's, again like that's not chance really yeah right like you put yourself out there right like you, yeah. you guys were in the same time in the same place but you also made a point to connect with each other and yeah but it's like yeah and that's the other. thing it's like me and his friendship versus like work relationship has become like this or it was an organic thing yeah you know i can't tell you how many people i've met before Dick Down Dallas and after Dick Down Dallas, there's like, yeah, man, let's just get together and write a bunch of songs. Like, you know, I mean, I really just started writing with Maxwell and like, hell, we did the no hits round the other night. Yeah. yeah like I, I just got my first write with Dawson Edwards and I was like pumped. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah. But it's like, we've all been friends for, you know, a little over, you know, I have been in the picture, you know, with them a little over a year, but it's like, you know, I don't know. I feel like sometimes people move to town and like they feel like it's a race to like get to a certain point. Yeah. But I, I think it's just about, you know, organically just like having damn good friends you can count on, you know, and if you write a song with them, cool. If you don't, you don't, you know what I mean? Like I think that's great advice, man. Yeah. 
So like, I mean, cause I mean, I write with everybody, you know, like mm-hmm. I write with people that, you know, like some other people would be like, hell no, I'm not writing with them or, you know, whatever. But like, I write with anybody cause you never know who you're going to get a song, you know, with. Or yeah. Who's going to have about. a hook that yeah. just, you know, makes you. Yeah. Like there's this guy, like, um, his name's, his name's David Alano. He's more of like pop kind of country mm-hmm. or like even just straight pop and Kay Elizabeth, we wrote this great song together one day and it's called uh like you did before I, it was on the first quarantine work tapes. yeah but i ended up recording that song you i'll did? probably put it out one day Heck so, yeah like you just can't ever like judge book by its cover you just got to go in and be like all right we're gonna crush it today yeah. you know what i mean yeah go with an open mind and give yeah. your best yeah you know uh speaking of songs that are um unreleased i uh, know you kick off the show with long list of x's yeah. that's one of my favorites yeah that's Cody a, Parks and Matt McKinney. Yeah, you know? yeah, I love that song. Um, it's awesome. It's such a great kickoff song. So for I think show. one day I'll do like a Southern rock record. Yeah, or like an EP. Yeah, and that'll be the first song. I'll Hell make, yeah! You know, because <laughs> it's like I don't know. I've played that song at songwriter rounds, and it's like since it's kind of got like that key change thing for the solos, it's yeah. like hard to like pull it off unless you got somebody up there playing lead. Yeah, but like sense. with the full band, it's like. Sounds it's awesome. all about the energy, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like playing free bird acoustic. It just doesn't work, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So. And then, man, Believer, when you play that acoustic. Yeah, man, that's a special song to me, you know? I mean, I um, actually have a uh, um, a first mix back on that song. Heck yeah. It's full band. It's nice. pretty rocking. I can't um, wait to hear it. It's pretty awesome. Nolan Neal produced it when I went out to L.A. in November, right before all this stuff happened. Um, I finished this one mix of this other song. The song I was going to put out, it's called Nothing Between Us But The Night. We play it in the live show. Yeah. Um, And he was like, man, just please let me produce uh, Believer. Believer. He was like, I like, he was like, I love that song more than I love my own kids. I know he was kidding, <laughs> yeah. but like, we just have like that kind of screwed up, like uh, yeah. sense of humor. <laughs> Anyways, and um, I don't know, it sounds pretty good. That's I'm a powerful song, man. It. And it's, it's like, so again, like the whole story of how I found Dick down in Dallas was, you know, my buddies with Trey Bonner. Who, yeah. I mean, you're responsible for like uh, a pretty good bit of his, his, his early on success. So like, you know, when McKinney wrote that song with Brent and Drew, like me and Brent had written a song together and I knew Drew because like, well, he played with Brent and he's played, he's plays with, I think he plays with Hunter Chastain, Hunter Chastain now. Yeah. but like he's played with, he's filled in with Clay and Clay Barker's my roommate, right? you know, and like he's played guitar for a bunch of people. So like I've known all, known those, the other writers for a while, you know, and we're all good friends. We hang out and do stuff. Right. But like, honestly, I didn't know Drew was a, like, like the so when they first wrote the song it was just a verse and a chorus and mckinney sent it to me because we just send work tapes back and forth and listen to them and i right. was like i was like man this is funny you know but didn't think anything of it but i thought drew was like a writer later on but he was a writer from the get-go i didn't know that i think i got that wrong in one podcast i did maybe yeah. uh in the rounds podcast okay because when i did theirs like I, it wasn't even really viral yet. No, yeah, you know? it was like right up front. Yeah, I mean, I was still yeah. talking about playing covers. You know right. what I mean? Like, yep. that's a real thing, you know? Right. Um, And then, like, I was just, uh, one day, like, we were riding in the truck, and they had finished the song, and Mitch, my roommate, 
uh, was like not Mitch Goshi, but Mitch Wallace. Yeah. And uh, manager Mitch. Manager Mitch. Yeah, yeah, we were not my manager, but yeah, yeah. people think that. <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyways, we were um, we were in the truck. He was like, "Dude, if this was on iTunes, I'd buy it right now." And I was like, "I'll cut it." You know, I've been putting putting out music since. 2012 13ish you know and yeah. nobody you know really listens you know i could probably sell like you know 10 tickets at zydeco you know yeah. <laughs> like the only time i ever sold tickets at zydeco in birmingham was with we did a co-bill with joe we sold 189 tickets and i was like all right man like well, let's go we can get booked here again and then <laughs> you know you're playing in the pub yeah you know yeah. um but anyways um i was like i'll cut it you know like why not and uh, I was kind of like lightheartedly said that, but like when you tell a songwriter that, like you're doing it, you right. know what I mean? Yeah. Especially if it's your boys, yeah, you know. <laughs> and um, so like I learned it, did a work tape of it, sent it to a few people, like whatever. It became like the bonfire thing, and then yeah, we played it at the round, and you did the video, and then Trey Bonner got it put on Caller Daddy's Facebook group, and then McKinney from there got it put on Old Row, yep. but like. Up until that point, I was just gonna cut the song. Like, yeah, I didn't know it was gonna ha- what was about to happen. Right? Yeah, you could. Like, I was just gonna do it just to yeah. do it. Like, like you know this what is I mean? hilarious. Like, I thought at most it. it might get like, it might be like a Nashville song. Do you remember uh, Tyler Reeve had the uh, white wine, white girls, and Adderall. And Adderall? Yep, dude, he took that down. He should have left it. That was like just like a just a fun Nashville. It was song. a fun Nashville song, and yeah. that's what I thought that you know dick down in dallas is gonna be yeah um and it is and it's it is. also a fun yeah. song all around the country all around the country and now yeah. the world kind of yeah it is <laughs> so um i uh you know after it ended up on old row and then i posted a video on tiktok and it kind of was like i started called maxwell and i was like dude um let's record this thing we're kind of like going back and forth whether we're going to do like full production or go like more like a Corey smith because like Corey smith's like a huge influence of mine and i think any songwriter that's kind of yeah, around my age for sure um you know if it's not an inspiration he's definitely you know you definitely got respect for the guy right. you know what i mean yeah did Without it his own way and um yeah and i was like you know are, are we gonna do it like it was played in the round or and Maxwell the whole time was like full production, you know, like all yeah. the way with the key change and everything. Cause like he had done, he had done the original demo with Brent and all them. It was like, you know, brought in the key change, I think. And I was like, I don't know, man, just let me like sleep on it. I'll call you tomorrow. We'll figure it out. You know, I actually even asked Ryan Nelson what he thought, you know? Yeah. And then, uh, I was going to sleep that night and Grady Saxman sent me a message, which me and Grady have been friends through the years. He's played on every single thing I've ever put out. Yeah. Except for like, if I put like a demo or something out, you know, with fake drums on it. Right. But, uh, he sent me like, uh, he sent me a text and all it said was dick down in Dallas. And I was like, guess we're tracking it at Grady's. You Let's know what go. I mean? Yeah. So like within two days we were over there and it was just Saul on guitar, acoustics, bass, and uh grady on drums and we did the whole thing right there in a few hours i did the vocals there um and then while we were there trey bonner came and did film and then that was like the original audio yeah that the guy with his hand up in the air pointed at the air yep. it was like tick town in dallas and then that video had like i think it's like three million views or something like that yeah that was the one that, like, on tiktok really like popped. that's when i was like okay tiktok's like i knew tiktok was a thing because yeah. over the summer we had gone 
we went out for Skinny's birthday and all that stuff. It, it was JB's birthday, but like Priscilla had came out and uh, Kara was there, which is my girlfriend now. Yeah. Um, but like that was the first time that I ever really hung out with Priscilla or anything like that, and that yeah. was before her song ever blew up on right. TikTok. She was like had some steam with like thick thighs, mm-hmm. but it was before like the world exploded and PMS. Yeah. 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 And then just about over you. Yep. Blew was up. Thing, and then yeah. Once that like video of Dick Down in Dallas went up, I was like, okay, well, shit. I mean, TikTok might, you know, be something. I mean, I remember my sister telling me about TikTok. She was like, you need to get on it. And I was like, I'll screw that. Yeah. (laughs) And I even remember like Gary and Charlie talking about it. And they're like, yeah, I'm just not going to do that. You know what I mean? (laughs) But like now everybody's on it, you know, because it's it's like a thing. It is a thing. It's, it's how country music is being discovered. Yeah. Like, as crazy as that sounds. Well, like, I think the thing is, is like, I think what people are starting to realize is that you don't, not that like I'm hell bent on being independent, you know, or not yeah. that I wouldn't ever sign a record deal, but I think that like what we don't realize is how big the world really is yeah. and how big the consumer really is. Absolutely. And that like, you know, you can, nobody can know who you are. You can go to Walmart, you can go to Bass Pro Shops and like not be mauled by people, but right. you can still like make a really good living and have a ton of fans. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And like I think that TikTok just opened that world and it, it with it being like so mainstream that like you know, cuz there's people on TikTok that still haven't heard Dick Down in Dallas. For sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Yep. Or haven't heard Thick Thighs or right. like whatever. I think yep. it just kind of like opened. I know for me personally, it opened my mind to like, okay, there's fans out there to be had like, and you don't have to like be like super mainstream to do it. You well, know what I mean? And there is a platform yeah. that can open those people up to you. Yeah. Right? Yeah, like, exactly. If you talk about like, look at like Luke Combs, right? Yeah. Luke Combs got big on Vine. On Vine, yeah. And then the world. And nobody exploded. talks about that. No, you know what I mean. Kane Brown, yeah. YouTube, Facebook, yeah, Facebook, and dude. YouTube do you remember videos. when he blew? I remember when he blew up on popped. Facebook. He just popped, and it it was like there was videos, and it was like the him singing mm-hmm. at the counter of a song. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And they were blowing up, and then they throttled all that crap down. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're like, yeah, if you want your song to do anything, pay us a whole bunch of money. Yeah. I'm sure TikTok will get there eventually. Yeah. Right? Yeah, eventually. But I mean, eventually, right now, eventually the machine's going to get a hold of it all yeah. because, like, I mean, like, I can't remember if it was my lawyer or my manager that told me, like, like, because, like, when Dick Down Dallas, like, popped off or came out and, like, debuted at number one, like, I'm sure my manager's like, I'm sure A&R's at every record label in town are getting chewed out. Like, why don't we know who Trey Lewis is? Yeah, 100%. So, like, eventually, like, the big machine's not gonna, not like just the big machine of, like, music. In general, yeah. No, not the record label. Right. But, like, it's gonna, like, they don't want to, like, look like idiots. You know what I mean? So, like, they're gonna have to find a way to, like, as crazy as this sounds, I'm not going to say who it was, but someone told me they were in a meeting with a record label and they said, if you don't have a hundred thousand TikTok followers, we're not even interested in talking yeah. to you. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. that right now. Well, like, you know, and I've heard of like some labels only signing TikTok stars, which well, is like, can be a, 
a good thing, but also can be a bad thing, man. You look at like some of these artists that are like super young, never played a show, never dealt with like serious adversity in life or like, like had any real money so maybe yeah. they're signing a bad deal yeah. or not have the right people yeah, in their could corner totally could easily ruin any you know somebody yeah um, like luckily for you you already had a manager in yeah. place that yeah. uh, that had been around the business for a long time yeah right that honestly like like you struck gold with you guys did in-house merch you yeah so I mean? that's like, been like the coolest thing is like my manager's been with me since I've been playing Mexican restaurants. Right. So, you know what I mean? Like, yep. And, you know, like when we came up here and did the Whiskey Miss Me video, it was like three grand. We split it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's been invested in me and believed in me when nobody else did. Yep. Like, I mean, I know people, I know people that have told him you should stop wasting your time managing Trey Lewis. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, it feels good. It's like, I almost get emotional talking about it. Yeah. Cause it's like, it makes me smile, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause it's like, like, you know, redemption. Here's a guy that's been with me when I was nothing. It was down to ride for me. If, even if I had never amounted to anything and like, you know, when the song did hit, you know, there's a lot of people coming out of the woodworks and it's like, you know, I never had to question who do I need to trust here. Right. You know what I mean? You knew you had your guy already. Like, I knew I had my guy already. Mm-hmm. I know there's things, you know, I he knew that there was things that he didn't know. I knew there was things that I didn't know. But, like, Bradley Jordan and Lane Flournoy, like, direct us in the right way of, like, who to get as far as, like, a lawyer and, like, and, and like, who to, like, you know, help, to help us navigate those things. And that's another thing. Like, Bradley Jordan and, and Lane Flournoy, 65 South. Yep. Blue Otter and, and, and Peachtree, like, those guys have been with me since ground level to a certain extent, you know? I mean, yep. I remember playing, doing opening sh- uh, slots for Luke Pell, you know? Yeah. Like, and, like, they put me on 65 South Fest, like, on the big stage. Yep. When, that was, like, when Riley was really starting to become, oh. like, like yeah. really go off. But, like, they put me on those things probably when I didn't have any business doing those things, you know? Like, but they gave me opportunities you know, to like do stuff. So like <clears throat> going and playing a show with these guys now, it's like, yeah, totally makes sense here. And like, I think that's cool too. Like with Luke, like I remember, you know, like I know Job like went and did peach tree shows and yep. stuff when there was, you know, 15, when it was like only the crew and the, and the crowd, yeah, you know man. what I mean? But it's like, you know, you see Luke wearing blue otters now. It's cause like, you know, guys like Bradley and stuff were invested in those guys when nobody else believed in them. Yep. You know what I mean? And yep. it's like, that's like the kind of like organic relationship that you want to have for business. And, you know, it's like you're, you're, you know, it's like, it's undeniable that these guys are going to work together in some form or fashion forever. Right. And they rode with you when yeah. it wasn't something. When it wasn't cool. You know yeah. what I mean? So, so when like, it is cool, ride with that. That's like, nobody can take that from you. It's just right. like undeniable. That's really cool. Man, yeah, that's great to think about that. It's uh it's cool to hear I mean, again, like all of this stuff was in your world, right? Yeah. Like all of these people and all these folks and all of the people that you're now getting to help pay when a lot of artists aren't on the road, aren't yeah. getting paychecks for their bands yeah. and their crew, you know. And it was dope for me to get to kind of hang with you at that because we got to hang a little at the well, both shows, but at the Barton show a little more, you know, because 
Yeah, National I mean, you did. Restrictions are a little. So, for those of you who don't know out there, yeah. I have this ongoing joke that Nikki T looks like Tony Stewart. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm at the Martin show. My head's running 90 miles to nothing. Nikki T brings me a gift, and it's a, and it's Tony Stewart like baseball card, but it's signed Nikki T. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I was just like, thanks. Put it in my back pocket. Didn't think anything of it. I got home, we got back to the hotel that night, and I was like, what the hell's in my back pocket? And I pulled it out, and then it all hit me about the joke, and I was like, damn, I feel like a dick. I was just like, text you, I was like, this is hilarious. It's, it's in my room now, like, on this picture frame. So I was like, this would awesome. be pretty funny. I'm going to get I'm gonna get it uh, framed, like, in a mat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, a matted frame. Oh, man. Yeah. But uh, when I was at that show, I got the drum head from the sold-out Nashville oh, yeah. show, man. Yeah. Your first sold-out Nashville yeah. show. Got that hanging on the wall in the bedroom. Yeah, now. so um, that's a cool thing, too. It's like um, my drummer um, has all these drum heads from yeah. the shows we've played like throughout the years. I yeah. was like, dude, I think Matt Brill was like, dude, sell, you know, sell your drum heads and we'll all sign them and then you don't have to buy drum heads you know yeah. what i mean so like Pays for the drum heads, i was yeah. like i couldn't believe you bought it though i appreciate that oh, that's dude, awesome come on, yeah of course yeah that's great it's uh like we probably would have given it to you but we, we I, I but like, that's the thing it's like you're a supporter of music and that's 100 you know, that's great yeah like I, I i don't ask for tickets unless it's a sold out show and i can't get them yeah. you know what i mean yeah, or if it's exactly. like if it's like a festival that you're gonna get paid the same amount i'm like yo can you give me in this you know yeah. but like yeah a, a ticket where the money is going to the artist yeah. i want to support the artist yeah you know like you don't want well, it just looks better on us if you like yeah more tickets like, you know so i can send you the great. dropbox link to a song but you're right. gonna go buy it because yeah, it makes exactly. me look good you well, know what i mean and that's it man it's it's about supporting the folks that you want to support. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So yeah. like for me buying merch and if I do get free tickets to something, I'm like, all right, time to get the t-shirt and the hat. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I'm like the same way. I'm like, if my friend owns a restaurant, I'm not going to go there and expect to eat free. Right. I'm going to go there and I'm going to pay support. for my meal and I'm yeah. going to tip the waitress. You know what I mean? Or a waiter. And absolutely, man. That's like, that's, I think that's the way you do business with all the people, right? And yeah. The, the people that need it the most are the people that you'd, want the most are the ones you should support the most you know in other words don't be a shitty person yeah you know uh, I mean? yeah i mean yeah. like my mom the way she raised me was to give yeah. you know and uh maybe a little too much sometimes because you know sometimes i don't have any dollars left at the end of yeah. the paycheck but yeah. at the end of the day it always fills my heart to do that yeah right and yeah so if i can go to someone's show and i got the 20 bucks to pay for the ticket i'm gonna pay yeah. the 20 bucks to pay exactly. for the ticket exactly. you know yeah we and every Everybody appreciates that about Raised Rowdy and, yeah, man. you know, the way you guys support everybody. That's what and, we I mean, want to be. You know, same same goes for you, man. I mean, you supported my other music before it was a cool thing to do. So, yeah. you know, same thing, ground, ground level. You and know? you are the first artist to ever wear a Raised Rowdy piece of merchandise in a music video yeah so uh i gained some corn titties over the quarantine yeah <laughs> and that shirt you gave me it's like it fit me perfect yeah. so I was like, this is the shirt this is the one yeah. and there's nothing better i was like sitting there like air humping and you just see raised rowdy yeah dude when it when that came out i said it to you know like a bunch of my friends i'm yeah. like look at this i'm like yeah. check it out you know it. they're like Oh shit! I see it. You know, because yeah. it's like you have like a flannel yeah. over it, but like if you know, yeah, if you, you know. know, if you know, you yeah, know. Exactly. exactly. And that's like one of our things that, like, one of our inside jokes is like, if you know, if you know, you, you know. know, yeah, yeah. And and all of our crew knew when they saw that. Yeah. I was like, so dope. 
and again, man, it's just like almost like a first full circle moment. Like your music, your was it your first music video? Uh, it's my third. Third, my so, first music video was pretty, pretty rough. I pretty paid rough. Five hundred dollars for it. But I'm talking about the one we premiered. So it was the second. Uh, so the second video was um, Whiskey Miss Me. Yeah, and then so we uh, premiered whole, that. I did a whole lot of nothing video. And then, uh, so it's my fourth, Dick Down in Dallas. So it goes from the second one that we premiered on our website yeah. to yeah. the fourth one. Yeah. You're wearing freaking Ray's Rowdy gear. Yeah. And, and how many people viewed that video? Uh, it's probably up to like four million That's now. What I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, again, like the support that we put in for an artist that we believe in, that we saw something in, and yeah. now is paying dividends and yeah. you wearing our freaking t shirt yeah. in your music video. That's great, dude. You know, it's That's nuts awesome. to. To think about that. My girlfriend yeah. actually stole that shirt. Did she? It's really comfortable. I have to get you another one. So yeah. <laughs> I'll get it back. I have I have back. some good shirts yeah. here. We'll get you we'll get you another yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. But that one's a cool shirt. We like uh kinda took the outcast logo. I yeah. actually have a, a sign on the yeah, wall. Yeah, no, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, it's like the same thing that I yeah. love. Um but man, it's it's cool, like I said, to get to see your world change. And it's been awesome, man. It's cool to get to see the good guys win for once in a while. Well, I appreciate you know that. I mean? And I mean, you know, it's a lot of people. I don't know, man. I feel like some people hate on me for doing that song, but I just don't try not to worry about that kind of stuff. But it's like, um, you know, I mean, it's just like I'm I am very solid in who I am as a person. Right. I don't mean that egotistically, but I mean, dude, I've been through some shit. Yeah, you know, and, and life hasn't been a bed of roses for me, and uh, there's been some serious trials and tribulations. You know, I mean, I got sober when I was 19, and and um, you know, I've been I've been through it, and you know, divorce, deaths, and families. You know, I mean, I know there's people out there that had it way off, way worse than me, but you know, I just feel like my life has always been like one one series of event to the next like of just like constantly <laughs> overcoming and like yeah you know leveling up on like not really just like a career um wise because i feel like up until dick down in dallas it's kind of always just been like well fuck it i'm just gonna keep doing this because i like it you know what i mean yeah. but like as far as like a mentally and emotionally standpoint i mean i feel like any artist out there really knows what that feels like because you're always constantly being told, no, this isn't good enough. Or the numbers just show that, like, hey, yeah. you suck, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, like, um, I feel like to be able to do that, then, like, you really just got to really dig down deep. And sometimes you got to look at yourself and be like, all right, well, this does suck. And, you know, what can I do to get better? Um, but um, I just, uh, to be at a point where I am now and, like, I'm able to help, like, I'm able to not like, you know, literally put food on the table, but like during a time where things are fucked up, like yeah. everybody in my crew that, like I said, was there from, from nothing. Everybody's eating now. You yeah, know what I mean? Absolutely. I'm man. eating too. You yep. know what I mean? And it's, it's really, um, an awesome thing to, um, I f I'm grateful that like I'm that guy, but like, I feel like I'm a, I'm a part of it too, as much as you know everybody else is like it's a it's bigger than just me it is you know man. what i mean you got a whole team it's cool like skinny you know skinny yep. signed a pub deal off of a song about dicks and butt fucks yeah. but like <laughs> he sent me a song that he wrote today and i think it's probably one of the best songs i ever heard like i called him before i even listened to the second verse and i was like, like damn yeah dude it, it's 
it's you see people grow, right? Yeah. You see that group, right? And you have your group. Yeah. You know what I mean, you have like no hits and you know some other yeah. folks too, but like you have which your we're group. starting this as a brand now. Yeah. Um, I I just ordered like the first batch of shirts Let's and hats, go. so Let's we'll have go. a website up soon. Hell and all yeah, that stuff. So. Dude, I love it. I yeah. told Alex, uh, I was like, come on, dude. I'll be giving you all these Ray's Rowdy hats. I haven't got a no-hits hat yet. <laughs> well, at first, it was like our, our cult. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. You couldn't like, if you weren't in, you weren't in it. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? But, I mean, I think it's only fair to brand it. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I think that's dope. It's only fair to brand it. Yeah. But I, I was just wondering if I was going to get kicked out because now, you know, I do have a hit. Yeah. <laughs> but I think one day it's we'll just all, I think one day we'll all have hits. That's what I'm saying. It's just a but matter of time. But we're still going to stay no hits. Yeah. You know? It's just a matter of time before those hits come. I mean, if you listen to if you listen to Alex Maxwell's song and Dawson's and all those guys, man, Brian killing it, you know? Like, it, it's it was working before it was working, right? Yeah. And, like, those songs might not have streams yet, if you go back in a couple years from now, you're gonna be like, "Damn, yeah, that Alex Maxwell song." Yeah, dude. Spending like, all I'm, my money on scratch. Dude, that's my favorite Alex Maxwell song. <laughs> Mine too, man. I love that song. Like, I play that on the radio. It's, a, it's an anthem. I have a, uh, I have a. My buddy has a Sea-Doo in Alabama. Yeah. And like, I was riding it, and it has like badass motorcycle motorcycle speakers in uh, it. Heck yeah. And I like made a video of me riding this Sea-Doo, you know, <laughs> like listening to it. Um, but man, Dawson, I love Dawson's music and, and, um, and I really like, I believe in Brian Frazier. Like I love his voice. Me too, man. All right. We we wrote a song today, me, him and Maxwell, but like, I think he's like awesome. And then, you know, you got like Caleb Conrad. Yeah. He's, you know, he writes a lot of those badass songs yep. with Maxwell. Yep. Maxwell yep. Call, uh, calls them weird songs, but I'm like, they're <laughs> hits is what they are. Dude, um, I, I, a hundred percent agree with that. And sometimes it's like it just takes that spark for everything yeah. to light on fire and i'm hoping that that's the case yeah with you know your world blowing up you're taking those guys out on the road yeah you know what i mean you're of course you're showcasing well it's like i learned you know i i believe that everybody's a teacher yeah you know and like there's some guys out there that are you know or just anything in life generally there's people out there that are teaching what not to do yeah and then there's pe- people teaching what to do and i just remember like being like upset that I couldn't get a show in my hometown, like opening for somebody. But like you see guys like Riley and stuff who who's opening shows for him, you know, yep. his, his writers, Tyler yep. Reeve, Channing Wilson. Like yep. I remember the first time I met Eric Dillon, I met Tyler Reeve and, and uh, Channing Wilson was before in case you didn't know, it was like when uh, they had the 11, he had the 11 theft song. And I yeah. think all Channing had was uh, like a Tyler far cut. Yeah. And uh, I I played Riley's after party at Zydeco. He played at Iron City, and I remember meeting those guys. And I was like, I was like, oh man, that's fucking cool. He brings the people that he writes with out on the road. Yeah, you know what I mean. That are also trying to do the artist thing. Or, Absolutely. You know whatever. Um, it, you keep which, that which those tight. guys are in like well like Channing's in a different lane as far as like I think like stylistically, Sonically, musically, yeah. and and, right. and stuff. But like. You can hear his style in, in the writing, you know, of like what Riley writes with those guys or like whatever, you know. And it's really cool that like Riley's like, okay, well, here I have this huge ass audience, like, you know, that like my songs that we write together. So, you know, maybe they'll like yours or like whatever, you know. And I, and like to me, that was like so cool. And I was like, man, if I ever get to a point like where, 
you know, I can, I can do something like that, then I'm going to do that. Yeah. Like Justin Holt. Like that's, you know, that's how I met. Dude, I I love him. I met Justin Holt. Like, uh, I played a frat show at Birmingham Southern. It was for his frat. Mm -hmm. They were like, man, we got a brother that plays music. Like, uh, he, they were, I was like, well, maybe he can get up on our break and play a few. And like, he got my number dude. And he called me. I was like, yeah, man, I'll help you however I can. And like, you know, I mean, like he listened to what I had to say and like took my advice and like, you know, Justin's got his own thing yeah. and he does it and he's authentically himself and he yeah. works hard. He books all his own, you know, for a long time he was booking all his shows, just cold calling and sending emails. And, you know, here recently him and Clay wrote a song and then it went to 12 or 14 on the iTunes yeah, charts man. by using TikTok. But like, you know, my whole thing is like, you ain't got to be the best, but like, if you're a good dude, like I'm going to fuck with you. You know well, what dude, I mean? And- and Justin, I remember the first time I heard Good Looking Waste of Time again through Trey yeah. Bonner. And yeah. I was like, dude, this song is so good. You know, <laughs> yeah, I was and like, that how was old like, is he? That was you after know? Lion X to me, you know, yeah. and I said, yeah. fuck. And like, yeah. you know, he was like, hope he breaks your fucking heart. And yeah. I'm like, that's my little brother. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> right you know there. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that song's so good. And I think that's one of the ones that like started getting him some traction on TikTok. Yeah. It was like, it's songs that like almost shock you. Yeah. Right. Like the stuff I see you working on TikTok is like, Songs that almost shock you, yeah. right? Uh, songs where the song's undeniable, yeah. right? Uh, amazing voices. Or you see like some artist pop yeah. that like maybe you're just singing covers even. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But and that but the and then moments. Whatever yeah. becomes a moment. Yeah. And like Dick and Down and Dallas had like three of those things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's why it like Well appreciate that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like shot yeah. so high. It's like but you you can get places with one of those. Yeah, and you know just because I mean? like I wasn't a writer on Dick Down in Dallas, I feel like I can say it's a great fucking song. Yeah, it you is a mean? great fucking song. The melody song. is awesome. It's like, so amazing. I, you know, before the, the we started this, I played you the radio edit, yes. and you're like, you're still like into it, dude. You know it's what great. I mean? If I would have heard that the first time, yeah. I would have been like, this song's awesome. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm I'm hoping that you'll let me be the first radio station dude, to you play are. that. You got it, man. Come on, you got let's it. go. So we'll see. Uh, you'll be hearing what what is the new title? Uh, well, I think I'm just gonna call it DDID. DDID. So it's like if you know, you know, you know, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. But the, the it's back down to Dallas. Back down to Dallas. Yeah. Well, man, I'll be super proud to play that for the first time, yeah, and I sure. can't wait because if you if you know us, you know we used to have been like making memes of Dick Down yeah. to Dallas, and I like the armadillo one. That was probably <laughs> that great. was great. Right? Yeah, but we uh <laughs> we have a. Uh, we have been supporting it, so when that plays, and the first part's the same, you know? Yeah. Uh, and someone's going to be like, oh my gosh, are they playing it? Yeah. Someone, someone yeah. that's listening is going to be like, oh my gosh, are they playing it? Yeah. And then it's going to be the radio edited yeah. version. But uh, they're going to be... They're going to know exactly what be, it is. Yeah, they're going to know exactly what it is, yeah. and they're going to sing the regular lyrics. Yep. There's always going to be that <laughs> one drunk guy like somewhere or like that just one rowdy guy doesn't even <laughs> yep. have to be drunk that's yep. like just gonna sing the regular words oh, yeah. in public where he's not supposed to do it <laughs> yeah. and do it anyway but that's you know the beauty I mean? of that song man like my friends in pittsburgh after like that started happening they were like we need this on touch tunes You're, you ever know how right like, like high schools or like you know events like try to like play the most like hip thing at the moment but yeah. like try to like uh keep it g-rated yeah like i could see them playing that at like a high school stadium you know yeah. but like the g-rated version <laughs> right and kids just like like alabama fans like they changed the um 
the chant to Dixieland Delight. Yeah. Instead of like fuck Auburn, it's beat Auburn. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like the you know the uh, the college section, like the student section, is like fuck Auburn. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> right. it's like that's where people are just gonna rage and just be like, you know, but fucked in Boston. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. And it's it's honestly that's a beautiful moment. And then if someone doesn't know about that. They're going to pay attention to yeah. that person that was singing that other, and they're going to say, oh, what are they talking about? And yeah. that story, and that's organic growth. And then man. we've got the um, we got the remix coming with Rashad. Oh, uh, do down, you? Did I tell you about that? No. I heard yeah, some so remix like, like, from Matt a little, like, yeah. you know, like that that might happen. Um, we but. kept the She's Popping That Cooter Like a Cap Gun yeah. line <laughs> in there. Um, and we added Tyler in there, Tyler, Texas. Really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, uh, I can't wait to hear that too. Man. Yeah, so that's that's gonna be cool. Maxwell was actually just calling me a minute ago. Him and Grady were over there working on that. Heck so, yeah, um, dude. It's, so it's, that, that's gonna drop, and then like Rashad is like, you know, I didn't really know a lot about him. I just know that he was like, if I was featured on a Trey Lewis song, and that and that thing has like, um, it probably has a million likes by now, but it's got like five million views on TikTok. But like, I really didn't know much about the guy. But then when we got together and like. He's a really good singer, dude. And he's like a really good songwriter. Like, you know, he's like a, a country artist. You know what yeah. I mean? He's not just like some fad. Like, he's a real deal. And like, people in town know who he is. And like, they're for it. And like, he just had a song raised up, go number one on iTunes charts. Yeah. Like, the night it came out. So, um, I was really glad. I mean, I hit him up and he was down to do the song. And like, you know, you never know, man. Sometimes you meet other people and you're nervous of like how they're going to be or whatever, but he's like the most humble, like nicest, quiet guy like you'll ever meet. And like, so it was cool to like, and like, you know, we looked at other options for having collabs, like maybe like paying somebody like big numbers, like somebody that's already kind of like got a following, you yeah. know, like a, like a, like a serious following, like been around for years or whatever. And I was just like, I told my manager and I told my team, I was just like, man, I would rather just get somebody that's like, you know, there was that video that he did, but I was like, I would rather just get somebody that's like came up like I did. Yeah. Like just like been doing it for years and like, you know, just got on TikTok one day and made a video and then like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. somebody that's kind of cut from the same Did cloth. The same thing. Cause that's the kind of people like I like to surround myself with. Yeah. That we're kind of like, you know, like on the same thinking plane or if we're not like they think better than I do. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. It's going to be fun, man. And then, you know, we've got new music. Have you ever heard whatever happened to that that McKinney wrote? I haven't. It's McKinney, Kyle Coolahan, Russell. Oh, Sutton. yes, I have. I'm cutting yeah, that. Yeah, he's played it for me. Heck yeah. So I'm cutting that next week. And then um, I've got Backup Man. That one's yeah, ready. Yeah, I one's, love that one. That one's ready to go. Is and, that going to be one of the singles that's coming out? Yeah, it's, it's done. Heck so yeah. we've got that ready to go. And uh, I think that's a good bridge of yeah. like funny but serious. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, and then me and Wells have a great video concept for it already. Heck so. Yeah. We've got like tons of um, stuff. So, and that's the coolest thing, too, is man, like we put out a whole lot of nothing in March. Right. And I knew that was a badass song. Like, I know, yep. that, like, I'm not, again, not being egotistical, but me and Terry wrote that song of like a pissed off place of like, damn, we can't catch a fucking break around here, you know? Yeah. And I knew it was a great song, but it only had like 50,000 listen streams. And like, but the day Dick Down in Dallas came out, like, shot up to number one that song started charting and streaming too and now it's about to hit a million views and like me and terry were talking about it last night like 
a million a million streams like damn you know what yeah. i mean like never would have thought so but that's and how like, it works man and the cool thing is like there's a hometown boy playing a sold out show like you were there at the show like you know i'm an artist you know but like i'm an artist with a band yeah. and like me and T- me and terry share a moment that's a moment on the stage that we share together as a band because that's something that we did together. So to me, it's much more of them just being hired guns. Like we're all in it together. So yeah. it's really cool. Man, it's such a great story. And yeah. I'm glad that we got to do this after some of this had already happened too. Right? Yeah. Like yeah. just to get to hear at the time when it was happening, you were like in the moment. Right. And so yeah. now you're starting to like be able to like smile and like, well, I'm able think to like, I think things happen so fast. You yeah. Know? And now I'm just like, we're sitting here talking about it and I get to look back on it. And, like, I've had time to, like, digest everything in a sense. You know, like, I got to go hang out with Theo Vaughn. Yeah. Like, dude, I thought that, like, we listen to Theo Vaughn every weekend. Oh, like, he's amazing. on the road. I watch like, I thought that, like, I was going to go pre-record Dick Down in Dallas because um, Larry Fleet was on it, too. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, I thought I was just going to walk in there, like, pre-record. But, like, I walked in there and he was there. Like, that Chelsea Lynn. Yeah. Redneck Tammy yeah, was there. Yeah, love her. And uh, Justin Armistead yeah. was there. And, like, I got to hang out with all them. And that was really cool. And then I got to go. Uh, I got, Well, I did busting on the boys, like, Zoom call. But, yeah. like, I got to go on the bus. And do, play your song. And play my song. They, they released that it. today. Yeah, I just saw that. On their Instagram. So, like, I don't know, man. Just, like, cool stuff like that. That's, like, not really a bucket list thing. But, like, it's, like. Wow, wow cool. I did that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I remember the when we were planning this first podcast, we had a group text. And yeah. you were like, yo, dude, why don't you have an F and iPhone? <laughs> well, this week I got one. You got one and I have to sign it, right? I told you, you got to sign it. I'm going to make you sign the phone and the case. Okay. I'm going to make you, you sign the case it. right yeah, now. let's do it. Oh, we're doing it right now. <laughs> okay. Trey was oh, giving yeah, me crap silly. for not having an iPhone, and now just this week I turned team iPhone. Yeah, I saw it on uh, girls like, um, I think it was her, uh, like, uh, like on a Bumble profile. It's like if you have green text, I'm not talking to you. Yeah. You're a creep. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, that's why I sent to one of my friends today. I'm like, am I a cool kid now? Is this yeah. official? Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, I don't think that fixes it, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but man, yeah. blue uh, text. Blue text. I can get red can receipts. Send me songs. Yeah. yeah, you can. Someone was like, "You got to turn those read receipts on so people know when you're ignoring you can them." Get like, good nudes and I'm see like, them. Yeah, not all pixelated. HD nudes, baby. Let's yeah, go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't ignore people, man. Yeah. If, if I if, and if I do, I want them to know that I'm not. You know, it takes to a lot to like go from being, just being like a PC guy to like really getting an iPhone. I get it. So yeah. mad respect there. Yeah, man. Yeah. Fixed it. I'm liking it already. Yeah. Yeah, some of the things are different. Uh, uh, the one thing I'll tell you is the meme apps on mm-hmm. this iPhone are not as not good as, as the good. one. Yeah. But I'm just going to keep an Android device around, too. Yeah, just to keep like a Droid. Um, like iPad kind of thing. iPad, yeah, yep. like tablet. And I can get yeah. all those apps that I'm using. I have to. a Droid tablet, too. Yeah, and they're cheaper. The Droid tablets are cheaper. <coughs> but, man, it's, uh, it's one of the coolest things to get to see. Like, I got to town, and then this happened, kind yeah. of. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. this is my first moment in town 
when we saw something rise. Yeah. And it's dope to be that someone cool. that like kind of lives in the same You're world. part of it, dude. Like I yeah. said, man, like you, you're the person that posted the video. I remember asking you, I was like, dude, are you cool if I post that? And you were like, yeah, dude, I don't course, care. Go course, ahead. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Matt, who I've got to be good friends with, right. Is now yeah. your, your, your tour manager. And he runs the round where you were at. Yeah. It's just like, everything's intertwined. Yeah. And I'm just stoked to be a part well, of it. You know, he was, he was, uh, Selling merch for Muscadine, yep. and he does, you know, the Vine, Great Vine podcast yep. with him. Yep. And I did, I went over there and did that. Like, that was another, like, not a bucket list thing, but like a super, super cool, cool thing that happened. Cause, like, I met Charlie years ago and, like, I have mad respect for those guys, like, yeah. on, on, on a deep, a deeper level than I can explain. Um, but uh, when we got done with the podcast, Charlie was like, it just got all awkward. He's like, so you stealing Matt Burrell from us? And I was just <laughs> like, I didn't say anything about that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I just know, like, they because they weren't touring at the time, but right. they're back on the road, you know, and that's yep. awesome. Yeah. Um, Called called Charlie yesterday. I was like, man, I hadn't talked to you in a while. I just want to say congrats. I'll get back on the road, you know, whatever. But anyways, um, I was like, I don't know about all that. I want, you know, every, I want what's best for everybody, you know. Yeah. So, and then well and um, they told him man you'd be dumb not to do it yeah right like it'd be silly for you not to take that role right like the the train that you have is rolling downhill and it's on fire man you know what i mean like if you're not jumping on that you're doing something wrong you know it's pretty cool man i i I still can't believe it at times (laughs) i'm like what is my life yeah you know you're on the road every weekend that you want to be on the road yeah and you're playing venues that you would love to play before you know yeah. what i mean and yeah you i know you're but it's like we're selling these shows out yeah like people it's it's crazy like i yeah. sold my hometown out that's awesome during a pandemic yeah you know what i mean and dude again you're giving people moments that dude that moment for me in martin was so special because i was like this is who i am as a person is going to these shows yeah and i'm getting to see this show that I'm kind of like involved with. Like I haven't been in a yeah. lot of green rooms or yeah. anything too. So you guys were nice yeah. enough to let me like hang that out. That green room though. I loved it. It was awesome. <laughs> I love that. They had a raised room. rowdy flag. Yeah. Down there. Yeah. DJ Pookie, baby. Yeah. He hit yeah. me up and he was like, yo man, I'll put up a raised rowdy flag in the green room. If you send me one. I'm like, hell yeah, bro. Let's go. Oh, yeah. That's why I was so excited to be there. You yeah. Know they had I mean? one that said, don't feed the horse drugs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Was something, one about eating ass and then yeah. right next to it, raised rowdy. I'm yeah. like, here we go, baby. Here Let's we go. Here for the party. <laughs> but man, it's, it's just cool to, to see that first moment back for me, that first real show yeah. to be your show and it to be so freaking awesomely packed and just yeah. such a good time. I appreciate you having me out for that. Yeah, dude, that was great, man. It was amazing. Good, a good time. I was glad you were there. Absolutely. Um, that was a cool night. A lot of people came up for that. Super. And cool we've night. got one coming up in Lebanon, so you're. Oh hell yeah! There. That's like. When's that? Do you uh, have a date? I'm not sure exactly. I mean, but you know, coming if up anybody out there listening is wondering, all the most of the dates are on the website. Yeah, Trey Lewis. You can get all the tickets there. TreyLewisMusic.com. Yeah. yeah, all my social media handles are at Trey Lewis Music, Twitter. You know, Snapchat, whatever, they're all the same. <laughs> they um, probably want BDT's Snapchat on. Yeah, that's Terry Adams too. <laughs> BDT is uh my is my guitar player. Yeah. <laughs> you can figure out what that stands for when you add him. Uh Terry is uh man, he's fun to hang out with. <laughs> he's fun to hang out with. Terry is uh he's a party. 
Yeah. But when it's business, it's business. business. Yeah. And, uh, but when the show's over, you know, I can't tell you what's going to happen. Yeah. My <laughs> ass is going back to the hotel. I can yeah. tell you that. <laughs> mm. It was cool to get into that world. And like, even like Matt, Matt was like, you don't know who I am. I'm like, yes, I do, dude. You know, uh, my drummer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm like, yes, I do. I'm yeah. like, we're Facebook friends. Yeah. yeah, man. It's been fun to like watch their life change too. Like, yeah. Ha- you know, watch them hand. Cause like like I said, man, those guys are a part of this thing as much as I am. Yeah. Cause they've been with there there with me. So like, watch how they handle. I don't know if you call it fame or you know just the success of it all. So it's it's pretty cool, and I'm and I'm sure it's, you know, a lot on them too as well. So, you know. Yeah, and, man. Uh, just like I don't know, man. It's cool. Like we used to go play um, Flounders in Pensacola. We do like a week residency. Yeah. To, uh, Thursday to Sunday, play four hours, but you get to take breaks. But they give us two free hotel rooms, and we'd like bring our family down there. But we're playing this like um, spring break bash thing down in Pensacola here in a few weeks. And it's like we do that on a Wednesday, and then we're off on a Thursday. And uh, and then we're all all nine of us are going on a, deep, a 12 hour deep sea fishing trip. Oh my gosh. But like we're able to pay that. With, yeah. the, with the tour like right. we, you know we've been fishing off the bank for years when we go do the residency but now we're gonna go catch some big fish oh, and like amazing. make memories together outside of music but because of music yeah. because of the work we put in so it's really cool and then the next night we go to Middleburg Florida which is Nelson's pretty yeah. much hometown and yep. I gotta call him but he's opening that show heck yeah and I think Job and all of them are gonna be down there for like oh, a writer's retreat so it'll, yeah. be, it'll be cool Nate and all those guys see them it's so cool to see all of the people that we've been supporting all putting out new music. Yeah, shout out the to Nate Frederick music. on that new album. Amazing album. Different Shade of Blue. He's going to be coming up on the podcast um, too, man. I'm excited for Nate's that one. Nate's one of the people that uh, that would write with me when nobody else would. Yeah. and uh, Dude, his album's and, dynamite. Uh, he's one of the best songwriters that I know. Um, such a, such a distinct voice. Yeah, can't say en- enough about that guy. Um, I mean, awesome, awesome record. Like you said, it's everyone's eating, and it's good to see this year. Yeah, seems like everyone in that crew is. Then we got eat. some stuff coming up in Texas. I bet Hell you can yeah. guess who the opener for that is. Yep, Matt, Matt Daniel. <laughs> yep. You know what I mean? It's yep. like Matt Daniel. We're putting the boys on here. You know what That's I mean? How to do it, man? Yeah. So you can stop <sighs> DMing me, asking me to open for me. <laughs> I got the crew. You I got know the what crew mean? already. Yeah. Well, we talked earlier, and you said you had a vision board. So yeah. I know you probably don't want to talk about everything that's on it, but let's pull it up. Yeah. What's, what's a couple of things on that vision board, man. Um, some of this stuff is very, uh, um, high level. It's dumb, but yeah. like just, just $6 million. is like something I put on there. Yeah. Um, a publishing deal, a record deal, which those are things that I don't, I don't necessarily need. You yeah. know what I mean? But like, I think before any of this happened, it's like, you just like, you don't know. I I didn't know that like you could without those without things that. you could be like super successful. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, I'd like to see Terry get a pub deal. That's on my that's on my thing. Or like or like have a hit song. Um, a house in Tennessee on the lake. Some land in Alabama with some stock fishing ponds. Uh, a bass boat, a house, a really nice acoustic guitar, um, a van or a small bus with a driver. Like so, none of us have to drive, drive. anymore. That would yeah. be cool. Um, here's like here's some that um, 
I've checked off the checklist since I did this thing, and this is really cool. Playing original music with a damn good band. That's Got cool. It. Um, and I wrote that two and a half years ago. Um, I would like to be able to do something cool for my parents, like maybe pay their car off yeah. or their house off or something like that. Um, um, this was really cool, even though I didn't never really care about this, but verified on social media, that happened. Yeah. Um, a better relationship with God, which that has definitely happened and has to continue to grow. Um, one hit song before my grandfather dies. That's happened. Got it. So, uh, I don't know, man. It's like, it's a lot of stress because my grandfather would be like, you know, my grandmother died a few years ago. He's like, well, I guess. And he's like, I, I think if my grandfather doesn't go to heaven, like nobody gets to go or yeah. it's not real, right. you know? Yeah. But like, he was like, if he was like, I guess the good Lord should keep me around so I can see my grandson get a number one song. And like, so when Dick Down Dow said number one, I was like, I know it's not like, you know, probably your favorite but you know it's really changing our lives but my mom goes over there to like help him get up you know and like yeah get his day started sometimes and uh they bought him a bluetooth speaker for christmas and uh she was showing him how to like play music on the phone yeah and uh he was like well i don't have any music on my phone but you know apple gives you like couple of free songs like U2 or some shit. Yeah. She was like, well, here's Trey's song. Wonder how that got on there. And he was like, yeah, I don't know how that got on there, but just play it. Yeah. So he went, he went and bought Dick down to yeah. Dallas, but he just like <laughs> wouldn't admit it. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, play sold out shows. That's got a green check. Good people around me. That's got a check and respect of my peers. Yeah. And I mean, oh, that's got a check by it. So that's cool. Um, you know, I want a truck and you know, um, you know, I just, like, have friends on here. I have, like, you know, I want Matt McKinney to have some number ones and uh want to see Nick Haynes get some number ones, you know, just, like, stuff like that. Lose weight, which I just got to, you know, just, like, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, it's But, it's I mean, cool it's to... pretty cool, just, like, stupid stuff. But it's, like, um, be able to shred on guitar, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. like. Just things that, like, I'm putting to my future that, like... You want to work No on. matter how dumb or stupid it is, like, I just think that, like, I really think it's true. If you don't have it, it's because you haven't asked for it yet. And sometimes the answer's no, but, you know, there's a couple things on there that, you know, the answer definitely was no, but, like, it's okay, you know what I mean? Like, my thing is, like, you never know if you don't ask. Right. You know, and you never know if you don't try. Yep. You know, I could have just got divorced in Alabama and stayed my ass down there and kept working at the treatment center instead i was just like all right screw it i'm 31 like i'm gonna move to nashville and like give this songwriting thing a try and try to get better and then you know here i am now it's like holy shit you know and people have told me this and i always knew but they're like you gotta be here yeah like this is where it happens you do you gotta be here you know and crazy enough for me my day job changed enough where i could get to be here and yeah you know getting to have a writer's round now and getting to do podcasts in person with do you think folks, that was because of quarantine 100 percent. yeah Wouldn't so like that's like it. another there's a lot of silver there's a blessing that, for me that came out of quarantine yeah you know what i mean and there's things rolling downhill now that i never thought would have been rolling downhill you yeah. know what i mean and we had yeah, we, you did the big loud dude that thing was thing. nuts Crazy. amazing yeah I, I saw that and i was like i'm not even gonna try to like, <laughs> go to that it was nuts but man it's it's from putting in work doing work that i didn't get paid any money for doing stuff that i actually lost money on you know what i <coughs> yeah. mean oh, uh, and just keeping me. grinding on it 
you know? And it's the same kind of thing. Like, I feel like even though I'm not an artist, right? Like, I feel like I live in the same world as an artist that's trying to be You're an artist up. in your own way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Those, with, those I dick down memes. Dallas memes are... Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't come up with something like yeah. that. Yeah. My head works in a different way, but... I'm kidding, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, no, yeah. it's a... But it, for real, you know? It, it's a it's a creative outlet for me, just yeah. like you guys have with songwriting. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, one day I'll write a song, but it probably won't be good. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Well, hey, I've, I've I've written plenty of terrible songs. Yeah. <laughs> I probably wrote some this week. So, yeah. Yeah. It's but, just got to keep doing it. You that's know? it. But man, like I said, it's just been great to see the rise. And thank you so much for being on the podcast. Yeah, dude. Man. Enjoyed it, man. Always. Yeah, and I can't wait to have another one of these when we talk about even more successes and more songs. And the the road traveled on since this. Yeah. People are going to be asking me to come on their podcast. I'm like, got to do Raised Rowdy got to do this one instead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, boys. man, like I said, thanks for coming over here to the, uh, I like to call this the frat home. You know, yeah. we, we, we have the frat house. Yeah. Yeah. We classed it up, you know, yeah. like, this is a home. <laughs> yeah. This is like, a- if there's not like mud on the floor yeah. and like, dogs and, you and know, man, everybody's thanks. playing guitars in every room. Yeah. Like, there's four rights going on at once. You're stealing <laughs> melodies from the other room. Right. The, this room. I'm just kidding. But, but man, in uh, getting to hang out with you guys for New Year's, I was uh, probably a little, little bit too. That was the up, last party we will ever have. I, I understand, man. <laughs> I've had a few yeah. over here, and I was like. All right, like Matt, you know, Matt likes inviting folks. And I was like, Matt, we can't have 45 people here, dog. Yeah. You know? Well, Mitch has been on Mitch has been on a Clubhouse. He's like, man, we're going to have a bonfire party soon. And me and Ella were like, no, no more parties. <laughs> Done. Because it was like raining. It was gross outside. The yeah. floor looked like um, like Galette's floor. Oh, like, yeah. It was like Sidaco's floor. It was rough. Like, yeah, it was I remember you guys had like the rug down, and I was like, no, nah, there's nothing yeah. we can do to fix yeah. this. We are playing beer pong. I like came in there and knocked all the cups over at one point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was wild. It's like, yo, but man, a, a crazy night for me and uh, a cool moment, you know, just getting to be there and yeah. getting to be around that. Some folks that, again, like I knew but didn't. There was no that, that great. Night got weird. Like, it was wild. People like showed up. We didn't even know who they were. <laughs> oh, I told my my girl I was. We weren't dating at the time, but we were hanging out. Yeah. And uh, I was like, it was like four in the morning. There were still people in the living room. We didn't know. I was like, let's go to your house and yeah. like, get some sleep. <laughs> you know. She was like, damn. You know. <laughs> Nuts. But uh, I'm sure some of the road stories are are crazy too. But we're having fun, man. That's um, what it's about. Sometimes it's uh some you know sometimes it's uh like Friday night we played Mobile and then we had to get up at seven a.m. and have five hour drive. So I think we're just kind of like really adjusting to that. Where like I feel like for years it was like play the same bar four nights in a row. Where right. Like, but we're having fun, man. It's uh you know um it's it's a good time. Um, but it's a lot more like serious in a sense now. It's yeah. like you're leveling. We're up. not just playing like whiskey glasses like 15 times. You right. know what I mean? Or like country girl shake it for me. It's right. like we're putting on a show and like everybody's got to be like in the right headspace. And even me included, there's been a couple of nights where like I've been off, you know, cause I'm thinking about this or thinking about that. But, um, we're having a, we're having a good time, man. It's a, it's a, we're uh, like last. I'll tell this story. Last weekend, we were driving home from um, uh, Fulton, Mississippi, and our trailer got stuck. 
and at the, it was a mud ball. Mud ball. Yeah. yeah. The trailer got stuck, <laughs> and they pulled us out with a tractor, and then the trailer and the truck went back to Birmingham, and me, Ben, Mitch, Trey Bonner, and um, drove back to Nashville. We're on, like, the Natchez Trail, like, two-lane road, two in the morning, like, deer everywhere, like, you know. All of a sudden, I pass a cop, get pulled over, pull over on the side of the road. Walks up to the window. He's like, oh, we pulled you over because your tag light's out. And I'm like, cool, we're about to just get fucked up. You yeah. know, fucked, we're about to get fucked <laughs> At with. At 2 in the morning. You know yeah. what I mean? At 2 in yeah. the morning. I was like, yeah, man, we're playing a show in Fulton, Miss, uh, Mississippi. We're driving back to Nashville. He's like, what, you got like a band or something? <laughs> I was like, yeah, man, we actually uh, been touring off this song. It's called Dick Down in Dallas. You may have heard it. And he was like, no fucking way, dude. <laughs> He was like, that's like our song at the station, man. Can you come back here? We can, like, call my boss. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, dude. And he, was like, Let's go. he called his boss. He was like, you'll never believe who I got pulled over down here. And he was <laughs> like, who? He was like, Trey Lewis. And he was like, who the fuck's Trey Lewis? He was like, well, he's dicking down in whatever county we were in. Yeah. And he was like, no way, man. I wish I'd come out there. We, like, took a picture by the cop car. Like, Brill got out and, like, took a picture. And then we get back in the van to leave, and the van's stuck on the side of the road because it was, like, rainy. And yeah. It's like, it's, like, marshy and all oh, that stuff. Man. And they pull, he pulled us out. And he's like, I got a buddy on the way with a chain. And like, pulled <laughs> us out, and we ro- rolled on. And Terry got pulled over the other night on the way home from in the round. He had to go back to Birmingham. Oh, uh, dang. And uh, he's like in like uh, Morgan County. Yeah. And he was like, where you at? He's like, I'm, I play for an artist. He's got a song called Dick Down in Dallas. And the guy's like, no way. <laughs> you know, have a good night, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. So here we are, dicking down in Dallas, Let's getting us out of tickets and shit. You know what I mean? Um, man, what a beautiful thing, so, right? Yeah. Never cool. thought that would happen, yeah, right? That's really cool. Man, guys, uh, I can't wait to have you back on, like I said, to hear more of this. Yeah, man nonsense it's going to be happening all summer long man let's go for sure well man thanks so much for being here and being my guest on the razor Rowdy podcast yeah man for sure uh, i know we've been talking about it a while and second recording but this one took this one took yeah it's a wrap baby <laughs> yeah, it's a wrap yeah. so guys if you enjoyed this make sure you follow trey you already do if you follow yeah. razor Rowdy, you follow trey yeah. but if you don't make sure you do and uh give this podcast five stars on five itunes stars. five yeah. stars and this is Nikki T, and we'll see you in the front row. All the good old days. You don't have to explain.